Welcome to JAG Talk, a podcast series featuring Navy JAG community experts. Listen to in-depth discussions about different legal fields and hear insights and lessons learned from practitioners across our enterprise. Chapter 35, The Fallon Family. Welcome to our podcast, The Fallon Family. I'm Patty Babb, the OJAG Public Affairs Officer. I'm joined today by the three members of the Region Legal Service Office Southwest Branch Office in Fallon, Nevada, Lieutenant Tim Garcia, Legalman First Class Corey McKinney, and Mr. Sam Mundell. Thank you so much for taking part in this podcast, everyone. Um, Ellen One McKinney, let me start with you. What skills and expertise do each of you bring to the table? Well, ma'am, uh, you know, Fallon's a, an interesting place to be, but we have such a a great office with, with the three of us. So, for instance, with Sam, uh, prior, uh, retired Ellen one, uh, so he has so much expertise in every field that even working 15 years as a civilian, you know, it's it's easy to talk to him, uh, get his take on things. Uh, he's more than likely seen it before. Um, so just his expertise and and help is amazing for our office. Uh, LT, oh boy, <laughs> uh, um, he he's a brilliant attorney. Uh, I've never seen someone that you ask him a question and has the answer immediately his his motivation and his uh, uh what what's the word I'm looking for um uh eagerness to to learn something to fix something to to make sure the advice is right uh he takes mine and Sam's uh opinions and expertise into consideration in any kind of issue and uh with with all of that i, I mean it's just a, a great team concept here. Excellent. Okay. Thank you so much. Um, Lieutenant Garcia, is is there a typical day for the Fallon team? And if so, can you describe it? I, I know that might be challenging because every day may be very different, but what can you tell us about what it's like to work in that office every day? Yeah. So um, I, I, I just, Quickly piggybacking on L1's comments there, I I, I want to echo a little bit of what uh, Sam, uh, what L1 said. Um, yeah, I would be drowning out here in the desert without their expertise in this office. Um, between the two of them, they have 50 years of legal experience, um, and they know the fleet. They know how the Navy works. They know the people here, um, and and that kind of stuff, which is which is great. Um, so as far as a typical day uh, for the Fallon team, um, one of the best things about Fallon is that there isn't ever a typical day. Um, we never know what's going to walk in uh, through the door of our office as far as issues. Um, we have numerous Native American tribes in the area, and the installation CO uh, has to do government-to-government -government, uh, relations with them. Um, and those often end up dealing with very sensitive cultural and religious issues. Um, Nevada has legalized gambling and prostitution, uh, which don't usually raise issues for us, but when they do, it's not going to be a small issue. Um, we only have one squadron that's actually based here, but every air wing in the fleet 
comes through Fallon for their pre-deployment training. Um, and so we see all of their issues. We have a flag officer on base who doesn't have his own judge advocate. And so we often do the first look on a lot of ethics issues that then go up to be signed off uh, by the ethics counselor up at AirPAC. Um, all that being said about the, the variety here, there are some constants. Um, every morning before we start the day, we gather as a group. We look at the calendar for the day, the week, the month. We discuss what needs to be done that day, what issues we need to be tracking that are coming down the pipe uh, in the near future. Um, there are meetings both for the installation and for the RILSO uh, that fall in the same time slot every week, some of them every other week or every month. Um, and so those are, are constant. Uh, Wednesdays and Thursdays, we have some time slots that we keep available for will appointments uh, for retirees. And sometimes those are full, sometimes not. Um, we also, as an office, we try, we're not always successful, uh, to build in time for PT, uh, time for an office lunch together uh, to just talk about life and talk about uh, work. Um, but really, for us, our schedule, everything is subject to change based on what walks through the door that day. Excellent. Thank you so much. Um, Alan One, how do you, um, how does the entire team ensure effective communication with one another? It sounds like you guys are, are moving around all the time in different meetings all the time. How do you ensure that everyone stays in touch and in sync? I think Lieutenant Garcia touched on that a little bit with the daily meetings, but what else do you guys do to make sure that you guys are working in a synchronized fashion? Well, with, with, with every office, I mean, effective communication is key for, uh, for everything, uh, whether it's our duties here or personal lives and everything. Um, we make sure that we have all phone numbers of, of everyone so that in case something does come up, the quick text, hey, this came up, um, you know, can you cover me on this and, and, and whatnot. So with, with LT, you know, he said that, First thing in the morning, we, we have our meeting together to go through what needs to be done that day, uh, where we're at on certain things, you know, so that all of us have knowledge of what is going on just in case something comes up that one of us are not going to be able to make it to this meeting. Or I mentor a lot of sailors here at Fallon, and it's not uncommon, uncommon for someone to text me, hey, I really need to talk to you right now. And for me to go and assist that sailor with whatever issue they're having, and I know that Sam has my back if, you know, I had a meeting to go to or needed somebody come in for a notary or or defense services paperwork or whatever the case may be. So, um, so with that, our afternoon meeting, we make sure we know what has been done uh, so that there's no backtracking on stuff or re do, you know doing rework on something, um, but that's that's how we stay communicated. Cell phones are 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 big for us, um, but we're also right here together so that uh, we know what's going on all the time. And hey, ma'am, I would like to add, um, we have constant communication during the workday with each other. We all work within 30 feet of each other. So, like, if we have a client that comes in that has a question, if one of us can't answer it, someone else in the office might know the answer or where to find the answer. So it really is great communication within the office. 
It is a key to provide the services on such a limited staff that we have. Excellent. Thank you so much. Um, what are some of the challenges your team faces? I think you've suggested a few of them, but um, can you talk a little bit more in depth about the challenges you guys deal with and how you work through them together? So, uh, I, I'm no stranger to, to small installations. Uh, this one's definitely the, the smallest installation I've been stationed at. Uh, what, one of the big things, or two of the big things that we have issues with is Finding an investigating officer, you would think that's not hard to do, but with it being so small, everybody knows when something happens. And then we got to find that investigating officer that doesn't know, <laughs> and that and that's kind of difficult. Or even finding a board member for for an ad set board. Uh, same same concept. Um, it, it's amazing how news flies here. Uh, I mean, just everybody is connected, and and that's probably, uh, I think, my biggest issue for for being on a small base. And I, I think, uh, from my perspective, there are, there are two big challenges here in Fallon. Uh, the first one I've already kind of touched on on the the earlier question about the typical day is that how varied the issues are here. Um, we have to get up to speed on very unique issues very quickly, uh, and we may never see that issue again. And so we have to put in a lot of effort to figure out what's going on, and it may not pay off in the long run as far as being able to use it again. Um, and so that, that can be a challenge. Um, the second challenge that we have here is we have a bunch of tenant commands, but they're all very different. Um, most of them are officers in charge, not COs. Um, and some of them have NJP authority and some don't. Um, each one has a different chain of command with different uh, staff judge advocates. Uh, our tenant commands have commanding officers in San Diego, in Lemoore, in Virginia. Um, I have to keep the SJA for their uh, chain of command in the loop on a lot of issues. And so if it's the installation, knowing to reach out to region. If it's our flag officer tenant command, Nautic, uh, I have to reach up to Naval Air Forces. Uh, if it's our reserve squadron here, it's actually Naval Air Forces Reserve, which has their own uh, statute advocate. Um, visiting squadrons, I have to know what their home installation is, what carrier strike group they're part of, because those two uh, statute advocates need to know. And so keeping all of that straight, making sure the right people are informed uh, is critical providing legal services for our clients here, and and it's a it's a tough job. Yeah, I can imagine. Um, well, I think in order to do a tough job like you have, um, with with lots of opportunities, but also some challenges, you guys have to rely on each other a lot. Um, so I just wanted to ask how you support each other outside the office, inside and outside, but but specifically outside the office. I can imagine you guys are juggling a lot professionally and personally. So how do you guys support each other? Ma'am, uh, our office is so small. We have, uh, we have all have stepped up to the plate and have learned everyone's desk and their responsibilities. Like if... LR1 has an emergency, it can't be in the office. 
I can step in and cover her desk. Um, like if I have, I'm out sick or I'm leave, Ellen one can step into my desk or the lieutenant and, uh, and the mission gets completed. Cover each other's back, so to say, to make sure that the mission is complete at the end of the day. And, um, on, a, on the other side, um, uh, you know, our office is very unique. Um, we are like a family on um, in the office and outside the office. We keep it professionally in the office, but on the outside, like um, I ensure that um, everyone has a place to go during the holidays. If they don't, if they're not taking leave and don't have family coming in, we make sure to, I make sure that they have a place to go to have a Christmas dinner and Thanksgiving dinner. It just to ensure that everyone's being taken care of and they have that they're not going to spend the holidays alone. Um, I take that. Uh, I've learned that it's nice to be invited to places like that because when I was active duty, someone always made sure that everyone in the office had a place to go. And so it's kind of a tradition for me. I have to have a sailor sitting around the Thanksgiving table, but that's just for me. And, um, and we're out in a rural area. So, we're 35 miles from the nearest town, um, which isn't very big either. And then Reno is 70 miles. So we like we'll go on TAD or we know we're, they're going out of town for the weekend. We make sure that they call us in Texas when they're home safe, just to make sure they're not at, stranded somewhere between point A and point B. Yeah, and, and I'll echo what what Sam said that we. We really become a family here uh, in Fallon, uh, and Sam is the dad. Uh, he makes sure that Ellen One is fed with home-cooked meals because she doesn't cook. Um, <laughs> you know, he already mentioned uh, that he, he makes sure that we have a place to go for holiday meals uh, if we're not leaving town. Um, he yells at me and Ellen One and sends us to medical when we come into work coughing. Um, uh, there are a lot of times when... I end up double booked and I have to be at two different meetings, which I obviously can't. Um, but Sam or Ellen one can cover for me and I, I know that they can handle it and I can trust them with it. Uh, and I never really worry about missing anything important, uh, in those meetings because I know they have it handled. Uh, I know that they know what they're doing. Um, and so I really appreciate that. Uh, Ma'am, one, one thing I'd like to add on to this is I, I have the, perfect example of how we take care of each other outside of the office. Uh, two days before Christmas this last year, uh, another service member and I thought it would, would be a gr great idea to go out in the, the vast open spaces of Nevada, uh, which is great. That's one of the best parts of Nevada. It's just open mountains, valleys, just a, a great place to, to get lost in. And that's kind of exactly what happened to me. And I got my truck stuck in, in the mountains in this, this nasty deep mud in the middle of nowhere. I was 190 miles away from Fallon. Um, so the first thing I did was I climbed two mountains to get phone service, cell phone service. And I called uh, LT and I was like, sir, uh, I'm stuck out in the middle of nowhere can you go pick up my son at, at daycare? And he was like, yes, absolutely. He he went, picked up my son, made sure he was okay. Um, 
uh, he called Sam. Sam. Sam found out I was stuck, and Sam started working with uh, his son-in-law about, hey, how are we going to get her truck out of there? You know, um, I called a few people to, to come pick me up. We finally got a ride. Um, when I got back the next day, um, that, that following morning, there was at least 20 phone calls, text messages from everybody on base. Are you okay? Do I need, what do you need? So it's not just a family inside the office. It's, it's a base-wide family. Um, I, I did not realize that many people would step up to make sure that, uh, you know, me and that other sailor, you know, had a ride out. Um, even two of the, the, the star guys, let's, let's go get them, you know, and uh, they were about to go out in this giant valley, not knowing where we were at, but they were going to come look for us and find us, you know, so, um, knowing that just, uh, it meant the world to me. That is both reassuring and terrifying. (laughs) (laughs) What a great story though. Um, well, thank you so much, everyone, for sharing. I just wanted to ask if there were any final thoughts you wanted to pass along about the Fallon team or your experience in Fallon before we wrap up. Yeah, so I, I had one one last thing. Uh, I, I've been here 11 months now, uh, and when I first got here, uh, Lieutenant Andrews, my predecessor, told me that he was handing me the best legal team in the Navy. Having been here for 11 months, I can wholeheartedly agree with that statement. Uh, Sam and Ellen One are the best legal team in the Navy. I could not have asked for a better team for what I have to do here. Well, that is a perfect note uh, to end on. Thank you so much, everyone. Um, It sounds like that is absolutely an apt description of this team. So I appreciate you taking part in this podcast and uh, look forward to working with you guys in the future. Thank you. You have been listening to JAG Talk, a podcast series featuring Navy JAG community experts. Visit jag.navy.mil for additional chapters of this podcast series. Thank you for tuning in.